synth in there. I've been sitting here a long time, but anyway, just thinking I was going to do this uh, pod, and um, I was stricken by the fact that uh, in Miami, there was all this, uh, I don't know what happened to this song, I can't find it to turn it off, oh there it is, that's not it. But anyway, in Miami, there's really... People are freaking out over these uh, suspected creatures and, you know, wandering around the mall that were like, you know, 10 feet high or something. And they brought the, you know, various sheriff's departments and just a complete overproduction of, uh, you know, what even if they were real, it was like a complete overreaction you know, to to uh, you know, to showing that man's going to be completely over the top when anything you know happens. Now, spiritual warfare-wise, the the really thing you know, the thing that I think people have to really guard, and what's really um, you know what's really important is you know obviously the soul, but. It's, you know, this sort of gentle uh, convincing of a way that's right. And, you know, where there's no way to check it, where you're checking with the Lord to see if you have unction. And you're not really clear on that. You just kind of keep going. And I, um, you know, and I don't know really what to tell you, except that, you know, basically... The only way that um, 
people are going to win in a situation like that in spiritual warfare is to get back to, you know, to, to the basic questions like, am I, am I, um, am I boosting self? Am I remembering who I am? Am I remembering what I was you know, called to do or whatever? You know, those kind of questions. And, you know, is this really even me? And I think the biggest part of spiritual warfare is getting caught up with the uh, group, caught up with the, with the, um, the advertising campaign, caught up with the, uh, the sway of what's going on and um, wanting to be a part of whatever it is and it, it, it all costs. And the problem with that is, of course, that, you know, you get lost in the shuffle. And that's not a, you know, like a... And of course, then there's all the rest of it, you know, porno, Jezebel, um, false girlfriends, false boyfriends, um, distractions galore. And, you know, all of these things, these sort of false starts and, and, and fruitless pursuits are, uh, you know, in, indicators that we're not really tuning into what's important. And, and to do that is, 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 it's really getting back to contemplation, you know, even meditation on the scriptures, on the, on the, on the words, on, on anything good, anything that's happened in your life, anything that's decent. And, you know, any wonderful victory that is the Lord's and the Lord's alone, which we've had a couple recently here, and um, you know, it takes a couple of minutes to kind of snap yourself back. Is usually the crowd is always wrong, and we get caught up with the way the crowd is. And like I, I'm watching this uh, a basketball game that really doesn't even matter, but you know, but they're hitting me with commercials. They're hitting me with uh, especially drug commercials. They all, you know, every one of these things is trying to get me to take drugs. They're getting me to take drugs here in the hospital, and there's this. Um, you know, there's this huge push to take drugs and it just really to, to live almost like empty of any kind of, um, uh, you know, human thought that it's all some kind of, you know, you know, everything is in a rule book somewhere. And, um, at the same time, they, they can save your life at the same time to truly save your life. You know, it's, it really goes beyond uh, you know, life itself. It, it has to go to the infinite, to the idea of death. And the idea of death is very uh, important. Um, death is the, uh, is an ultimate answer, but ultimately death is, you know, life, death is something beautiful. And it shouldn't really be feared or ignored or blocked it should be something that um, we, you know, celebrate with, uh, uh, you know, with a uh, with a kind of, you know, feeling like, well, that person just died; they just graduated to something else, and not, you know, well, gee, I, they they were so wicked when they were, you know, probably they're just burning in hell. I think the awe of where things go, and and you know, the need to beat death. I understand the whole the whole world was looking to Jesus to beat death for them so they could live on with this idea that death is beaten and so there is no more uh, waste like, you know, going to some, 
you know, way station, right? The way station, and then just waiting for an answer. And we have so few answers. But, you know, it's not a, it's not a terrible thing, you know. People die. The Bible says, well, that's, they're giving up the ghost. And, you know, they say that, well, what, what you know, when the breath is gone from the person, they return to the Lord. And, and so that's almost like, you know, kind of contradictory to this idea of a reward in heaven. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of rewards. I like the idea, you know, there is, you know, I think people do have consequences to what happens. And, and really there's consequences to being, a, you know, if, if you're just a cold, empty person, then, you know, your experience of life already is a punishment. It's just cold and empty. So, you know, with all the pain and everything gathering around, fortunately people want to associate with others and they want to connect. And then, then, but then they go too far. You know, it's like we all want to merge with each other as a way of avoiding our own pain. You know, we want to merge, you know, not just with sex, but just in every, every way we possibly can. And, uh, you know, and the, and the more we do that, the more we feel like we're, we're escaping you know, this horrible fate. But it's time to stop and, and look at that. You know, the people are talking about World War Three right now, and they're talking about, you know, mass death, and they're talking about, you know, Biden launching all these missiles in the Middle East, and then, and then you know, just basically the border wars and civil war and every other kind of war. And, and you know, that means a lot of death and a lot of violence. These people that are bringing all this, just got to remember what the Lord has said about them, that he will, you know, judge the wicked and he will judge the evildoers and he will take care of it. And so uh, there's really nothing I can do here tonight and just, you know, do, do you need to be alerted to the, um, the border war with, uh, you know, Abbott and Texas and, you know, the standoff with Biden? Well, no, we've seen that. Do we need to look at, um, you know, the the Nephilim invasion, I use that in quotes, um, of, of Miami as an indicator of Pro- Project Blue Beam and the need for this whole thing to take over the world. Do we have to look at Larry Fink? And Larry Fink is talking about, today he was really idiotic. I mean, today Larry Fink went beyond, he may be the stupidest man alive. I'm beginning to think that. You know, managing trillions of dollars does not make you intelligent. It makes you a money manager. So he's um, talking about social change, again, the idiot, and how we're all friends, whoever we are. And so we have to have policies with the money that makes people into friendly friends that we can all get along with and relate to. And now it's becoming like the Mickey Mouse Club. And it's completely insane. I was just remembering about uh, how uh, when I went to... um, Disney World in Florida, how I had Francesca with me, and how she got equally traumatized with both of us, ran from the, like, it's like a little island thing. We just ran from it. We just ran as fast as we could to get to the parking lot to get get the hell out of there. You know, both of us traumatized the same way. And I found that to be very interesting. Uh, You know, finding that Disney characters and Disney itself was traumatizing. Yeah, because it represents a system of of you know of you know of stupidity and stupid people uh conforming uh to uh 
something to be so they're not lonely. And so they have like a, a, a stream of stories pulling them along, you know, the Walt Disney stories. And they're willing to overlook, you know, and, and look at everything the other way. So to me, it's just like another distraction, like Larry Fink and like Bill Gates. I just don't find them to rise to the level of, or Klaus Schwab or, or you know, any of these people don't seem to rot to me to rise to the level of really discussion. What's rising to the level of discussion right now is spiritual warfare. And the fact that, you know, demons are taking over people right and left. And they're looking for people and, you know, throwing stuff. It's not like gang stalking. It's a little bit different this time. And, um, I, mean, it, I mean, it is gang stalking when they kind of like all zone in on you. You know, they all just stare at you or they all try to make you uncomfortable and make you feel like you're an odd man out or a freak or whatever it is they try to do. And, but just remember, everything they're doing isn't their program. It's they're being programmed by something invisible that's looking at you. They're not looking at you. They have no idea what's going on. They're just empty vessels. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, empty, empty, empty. And that's the way they're going to stay. So when I look at all the empty vessels on earth, and that's the way they're going to stay. When I look at all the shock that comes, because when death comes suddenly, people don't change. I'll say it again. When death comes suddenly, people don't change. They die. They don't have an aha moment. They don't have a come to Jesus moment, usually. They just die. Um, the ones that are to have those moments have already had them most of the time. And then if they are prodigal sons and daughters, well, then they'll have that moment. But it would be a small percentage of the, of the you know, amount of people on earth. So in one sense... The Bible talks about 90% of the people being dead. And so does Klaus Schwab. And so it's interesting, you know, how we get to these numbers that are both kind of identical and across in a mirror. And then I have to say, well, skip out of it all and stop looking at it like a closed system. And that's, and that's you know, what we do. As far as peace is concerned, I go up and down and, you know, if I'm grumpy, I'm not peaceful enough, I'm... If I'm serene and I'm rested, that I'm peaceful, and I kind of go up and down like that. But ultimately, you know, when I was, you know, closing in on death and all the rest of it, um, I had a certain peace, but I was unaware that I existed. So, for all intents and purposes, I already, I, I was dead for a long time, and I can tell you that I didn't have any thought about. Jesus or the Bible or, you know, or worship or, or songs or news items or prophecy or anything else. It was just, hmm, it was just a hum, you know, and there's all kinds of like visuals that were going along with it and all kinds of, uh, you know, interdimensional things that I could see and I could consider very interesting, very strange. And, and and yet the peace of creator within me producing a, a lack of self-reflection and the lack of self-reflection itself becomes peace. Right? And it's, it's like... Um, 
And so what do I mean by peace? Well, there's two kinds of peace. There's one where you go meditate on peace and you're, you're blissed out. And then the world's not at peace and you just force yourself to be blissed out. I'm blissed out. I'm one with everything. I'm taking ayahuasca or whatever. I am one with the whole universe. And so there's that guy that's, you know, trying to, you know, force it no matter what. And then there's this kind of frequency hum. And that frequency hum is existence on this one, you know, one plane or another. It'll be on this plane. And when you're inside that hum, many things will occur to you, but they rise and fall. And, but there's nowhere to go home to because there's no home to miss and there's no memory of anything. Uh, There's no such thing as memory. So that'd be, that's kind of like a little bit of my own experiences with um, kind of going in and out and in and out of consciousness, in and out of death, in and out of, you know, um, uh, you know, strange thought patterns and things like that. There just wasn't, uh, you know, it's kind of like that song, um, what's that say, a horse with no name. And when they say, in the desert, you can't remember your name because there ain't no one for it to give you no pain. In other words, there's, there's no one to give you pain, so you don't think about your pain. Well, and then I say, well, the pain of existence is something we give ourselves, thank you very much. And it causes me a great deal of ancillary or extra pain. Thinking about the whole world and the disparity of the world and the uptightness of the world and the hatefulness of the world and everything else. And then I see, you know, people being kind to each other and people being loving to each other. And then it just blows my whole theory. And then I'm just like um, a wreck at that point because I don't understand and it's just the only way to understand it is just to go back to these rudimentary stories of Jesus and we just people just don't really understand you know except that it goes something like this okay so they do everything to you and these things happen to you and these horrible things and you're needing healing and you're looking for healing but at the same time you just let it go whatever it is you you're so beaten down that there's no vengeance left. There's no payback left. There's no. There's nothing there. And then you go, well, am I dead? And then it's like, no, not dead, but just on a different plane of existence where things like that don't really matter. And I think, in a sense, Jesus was trying to teach people about that plane of existence is akin to the plane of God. In other words, you can get to a place where, you know, love would be forgiveness Love would be selfless, you know, selflessness and forgiveness and a kind of a, um, a, um, you know, an ongoing kind of, you know, appreciation and, 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 and worship of God through, you know, appreciating all the things that we see all at once. And um, at the same time, working our way in it, having our place to do whatever it is we're going to do, and then having the inspiration to do it. I think inspiration itself is a great gift that God gives us, and we we should follow it. Whatever we're inspired by, we should just follow it. You know, and it, 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 you know, a lot of people say, "Well, I, I I changed my whole life. I cashed in my job. I went here and there. I went and got uh, trained to be a clown, and then I've been doing street theater ever since." 
I, I hear stories like that, and I'm like, oh my god, and and you know, and people that make changes like that quite often are uh, what I would call happy or fulfilled, or in some way, um, you know, that uh, that that change that they've uh, courageously sought um, was blessed. Now, I'm not saying you know that's true for everyone, or everyone should just follow suit and and you know collect themselves and then you know go join the uh you know the peace corps or something i'm just saying that uh that i've seen people that have just taken the paradigm that they had chucked it and then you know found some happy solution because people just naturally look for happy solutions mine my happy solution right now just happens to be with my you know the the, the foreseeable future my body you know trying to get my body to function, my legs, my legs to function again. And, um, you know, we're working on that and it's really slow going. I just really have no balance and no ability, you know, to, to, I just don't have that. I'm just basically kind of a cripple, uh, from these, uh, horrible tests. And, and I, but I, I don't, I haven't blamed God yet. I mean, I've gotten close, but I haven't really blamed God yet, and and but it's it's so much bigger than um, it's so much bigger than um, like the news items going on in the world today. The, you know the, the the challenges. You know the the, the people I've met. The the uh, the thoughts I'm having. It's just so much bigger than what's going on in the world today that I I don't I, I'm feeling the need to find a solution because there is no solution without the Lord. So I'm trying to find a harmony, a, a some kind of help. And what I get from the Lord prophetically is, don't be afraid to ask the big, you know, do the big prayers. Lord, fix the world. Lord, fix my family. Lord, please fix me. So that's all I wanted to impart today, just a little encouragement and... Um, you know that uh, stepping outside the the box is probably a. I'll bet it's probably a good thing to do. And when I say stepping outside the box, I just mean. You know, appreciating good things, like Paul said. You know, whatever is good, whatever's got favor, whatever got uh, got, uh, whatever is a, is a, is a good word, a holy word, something that reflects the. Uh, the truth of the of, of the absolute of the of the the total creation. Uh, think on those things. I mean, I'm, I'm extemporaneously sort of you know adding to it, but you know, uh, think about those things, and um, and that all things are really possible in a way. Anyway, I appreciate you uh, you know tuning in. It's just another uh, word. It's it's like my words are designed to get people through the warfare that we're going through right now. Plenty of time to talk about persecution, um, and people are, are persecuted. But see, 2024 is a time of forgetting, so people are forgetting to follow through with that persecution. So that's giving some people a break. And that's a new... Check, check, check me out on that. It's, uh, I think this is really a true thing, that the, the, some of the old scores are being forgotten, not because people want to forgive or be good, but just that they are. All right, well, I will see you next time. And uh, I'm going to play this right now. Hello. Hi.